Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Handsome, the most handsome pod mm. in all the land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's me, your gal, Fortune Feimster, and I'm with the awesome Tignotaro. And? Oh, sorry. I was waiting for like another adjective. Like, oh, oh and the ma- magic. And the incredible. <laughs> Thank you, uh, May Martin. <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast where we just compliment each other mm. because why not? We want to feel good. Yes, yeah. and we're handsome. Yeah. We are. One of us is a pretty little lady, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see you guys. I've missed you. I know. It's it's nice to be back together. It's hard to be apart. <laughs> How's I like your t-shirt, Fortune. Is that your own dog on your own t-shirt? I'm wearing my own merch. Oh. This is my dog, Biggie, um, <laughs> who's also here. I don't know if this feels so crazy. He's there and he's on my shirt. And what does it say? I ain't got no stress. It says, ain't got no stress. It's from my last special. I tell a whole story about how he almost died. Oh. And, uh, oh. but he made it. He ain't got no stress. Well, good. Yeah, spoiler alert, he made it. And where did the name Biggie come from? Because he's not big? Yeah, it was one of those ironic names. Uh He's eight pounds, but he's big, Biggie. (laughs) He's basically nine pounds in your eyes, right? That's right. Yeah. We rescued him and the rescue called him Buttons. Mm. Huh. And that he didn't seem like a button. Yeah, that wouldn't wouldn't fly in in my household. So Biggie just fit... He has a big personality. I think it's that. Like the iconic rapper, Biggie mm-hmm. Smalls. Yeah. And what's his big personality like? He's just full Because all I ever see is he's sleeping. Yeah. Every well, time we see him, he, he looks dead. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I need to understand this because you always... His personality comes out when I'm not taping a pod. He's been trained to know to just chill when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm doing a Zoom or a podcast. Okay. Right? You guys don't make me defend my dog. <laughs> I just don't see a terribly big personality. That's because you're not at my house. Come over and you'll see he gets real riled up when he sees a squeaky toy. I am <laughs> what? So he's also a genius. He's a genius. He runs out at the end of my special. You'll see his personality there. Okay. Well, watch Good Fortune, and he'll run out at the end. He's the he's the the end of the whole thing. The Biggie finale. The, the Biggie finale is him. Yeah. Do you think um dogs ever have dreams where their owners treat them bad, and then they wake up and they're in a bad mood at the owner? Like mm. they're you know what you know how you like if you dream that someone cheated on you and you you're like just 
annoyed at them all day even though they didn't i wonder if mm. dogs are like i don't know i have had jacks upset with me before because of a dream mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like this doesn't seem fair yeah <laughs> i've had that too where i'm looking at stephanie just like what have you been up to <laughs> <laughs> while i was completely passed out snoozing mm-hmm. yeah Biggie doesn't really get mad at us. He get, he gets upset every now and then when we're not with him, so he'll pee on something to show us. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Did you know that they... Um, you can, by the way. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing stopping me from doing that. Didn't <laughs> that... At, what's her name? Pooped oh, on what's his a- name's bed. Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was something there. I read this study where they filmed the dog home alone, and then mm. the owner went out, and they didn't tell the owner when they were going to go home again to see the dog and then randomly at like 3 p.m in the middle of the day they go okay time to go home and as soon as the owner knew okay i'm heading home now the dog psychically got up went to the door waited for them so i think there's psychic connections between there's all kinds of things going on that we don't understand interesting (laughs) well our cats are all outraged when we leave the house Really? And we, yeah, we've got three cats, especially Fluff, man. She, <laughs> if we go on vacation, she, is, as soon as we walk in the door, she's like, meow, meow. she comes up Whoa. and just swats our legs. And <laughs> oh and we're just, God. it is like, how dare you yeah, leave she's me? She's like, where the hell were you? Where uh, were you? And uh, the other cats kind of chime in doing their little meows, but they're not as aggressive as Fluff. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine when you said that, like, they were giving you the silent treatment or, like, being a little standoffish, but they're fully attacking you. Oh, Fluff is outraged. Outraged. I mean, not attacking, but just, like, swatting our our calves. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't really understand that, you know, we give her shelter, food, (laughs) water. Like, we're we're not the enemy here. Yeah. Right. And we had someone taking care of her. It's just we went on vacation, and it's just, it seems a bit much. Yeah. Do you ever sit fluff down and say, we give you everything? I, I do. I uh, I sit <laughs> her down oftentimes and tell her a lot of things, and I haven't seen one of those conversations register in her walnut-sized brain. You show her your bank statements? You're like, this mm-hmm. is where Always. I Always. Yeah. I'm like, look at this. Okay. You think I don't love you? Fortune, would you would you ever get a dog uh, psychic? Uh, maybe. I would love to know what Biggie's thinking, though I can't imagine it's very deep. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't strike me as a philosophical dog. <laughs> I feel like he's very simple. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you. Where's my food? food. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's more, I love that you give me food. (laughs) Exactly. People misunderstand the affection from their animal and think that they're they're so loved. (laughs) But it's just like, this is the hand that feeds me. Yeah. I love that you feed me. We do have in our place, we never had cameras before on the interior part, and we do now. Mm -hmm. And so we never knew what he was up to when we were gone (laughs) and now we can check in on him Uh uh-huh and he literally for like four hours will lay by the door and wait wait for us and you you can see his head tilting back that he's howling no and every time i'm like talking to the camera like please go lay in your bed just go chill out can he hear you we're coming home he does not, we don't, I guess, have that psychic connection because he's still at the door and not moving. I wasn't sure if you had some sort of 
oh, speaker no, I don't where you a... can be like, we'll be home no. soon, precious. No, I'm just talking to myself like a crazy person. Like, please go lay in your bed. Just enjoy your night. <laughs> but yeah, we're crazy. We don't have kids. So this is where all of our attention goes. Do you, yeah. Are you not a, a cat person at all you're just full. i don't know i've never had a cat so i don't know if i'm mm-hmm. a cat person or not mm-hmm. i haven't been around a lot of friends who have cats so i don't have much experience that's weird when i was a kid i invite me over okay. i like begged my parents for cats and then they got us two little kittens finally and this is like such a metaphor for maybe our family but we were so scared of them and like didn't know how to have kittens that we we kind of didn't touch them enough like we kept them oh. at, at night i was scared that they were gonna crawl on my face so i <laughs> even though i had begged for them and then so they were we kept them in a kind of enclosure just at night and they would meow all night they just wanted love and affection and we didn't touch them and then so they didn't really care for us later in life like they I were bet. yeah and but we, here's the good like, news assholes your face is fully intact exactly yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i got both eyeballs yeah you got yeah. all three eyeballs yeah you are all set i just love the idea of like these kittens are too precious no one touched them <laughs> yeah what if we break nobody them? touched them <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's always you know you know you, you do that with kids as well these are precious little beings no one touch them lock them in a room yeah all will be fine in the end yeah padded walls and mm-hmm, just don't, mm-hmm. yeah but you're, you got to let them make mistakes right like like with kids on in playgrounds and stuff it's so tempting to just like hover underneath them but they have to learn their own body weight and yeah yeah it's it's tough <sighs> tig did you did you always want kids i did i always um kind of imagined though that i would be by myself mm-hmm. with one kid and for some reason in my head his name was Little Timmy. Oh. Yeah. And it was me and little Timmy. And we were uh we were just gonna go everywhere and do everything together. And I just didn't have faith in my ability to have a long term relationship or I just didn't have that pressure on myself. And so I yeah. just thought, well, I'll probably just be alone in life and, and date, but I'm gonna have little Timmy. And and uh, I'll put him in the basket in the front of my bike, and yeah, and we'll just I, we'll go, like a kitten. Yeah, we'll just go around the world together. And then I met Stephanie, and and then little Timmy never appeared, but uh, mm-hmm. Max and Finn did. But I, I did. I always wanted him. I pictured little Timmy as just like a tiny version of you, like a, mm. just looking exactly like you, kind of like in Paper Moon, you know, Tatum O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill. But then you saw your unborn children in Stephanie's eyes right away, or? I mean, I don't know that that happened right away. I mean, we did a movie together and there wasn't romantic uh, sparks or anything. We just had a really nice time working Mm -hmm. together. And then afterwards was when we reconnected. And then when we started dating, I was like, wow, I have never felt the way I feel right now and it is that I want to be with this person <laughs> for the rest of my life and Aww, yeah man. I had really never ever felt mm-hmm. that I, I've enjoyed the people that I dated um, been in love all, all sorts mm-hmm. of things but I it wasn't quite like that it seemed there was no other option 
Yeah. That's yeah. magic. I like that. I actually had a, a come to Jesus moment that involved Tig mm-hmm. and Stephanie, mm-hmm. which I think sort of cemented my friendship mm-hmm. with you guys because we had one of those like vulnerable moments of like people everyone's just being real mm-hmm. yeah you know like we had known each other for years yeah. and like hung out but like never really you know talk talked yeah and we had a mutual friend who invited all of us to dinner and i had just gotten dumped and was just like done with dating yeah and i we were having like a normal meal and i think tig you might have been like how are you just like something simple like that and i just like heart on my sleeve uh-huh. laid it all out there for the whole table like i'm sad i don't like i just got dumped yeah i don't know if i'm ever gonna meet somebody i'm like this it's just so heartbreaking and they had these like beautiful words for me and we just had this like real moment you know yeah i remember that feeling of like do not say that you there is somebody out there and you are going to find this person i have all the faith like i really Mm -hmm. remember that feeling in that conversation i was like yeah there is no world where i believe that this is the end of the road for you and then Mm -hmm. totally boom i met jack's like three or four months later yeah i love that and then i saw you again Mm -hmm. and you were like hey how you know how's it going since you know that last time we talked and i go you'll never believe this (laughs) and like we just were like you and i were just like had like this friendship ever since it was like really cool yeah we were both goofy in love Mm -hmm. not together but yes go on may (laughs) thanks for clarifying yeah yeah. don't get any weird ideas here (laughs) that's a big plot twist yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I read a thing because I, I hate when friends of mine are like, it's just never going to happen for me. And then I read this quote that was like, instead of searching for love, search for the boundaries within yourself that are preventing you from accessing the love that's everywhere. And because and, there's so many people for every, like there's so much love around. And then mm-hmm. I had a dream the other night. I had a dream the other night where I swear to God in the dream, I like I knew with such clarity that the, there was a mathematical equation that the amount of love that you put out into the world is the exact amount of love that you get back. And in, in the dream, I knew Ooh. it for sure. Who knows? Isn't if that a Beatles song? Yeah, it's lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the love you take is equal yeah. to the love you make. Love, yeah. yeah. But in the dream, I was like, no, that's math. And I knew it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I believe it in my waking life, but it feels true. That'd be yeah. great if you could just crunch numbers like that and then have yeah. a dream boat <laughs> show up. I'm owed this much love. Uh, yeah. This month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be this tall. <laughs> this is her career. And there she is. Yeah. I know. You're not really the, the settling down type, though, right, May? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't yeah. say that. I, I, it evolves like depending mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. circumstance yeah mm-hmm. yeah i definitely no i'm totally open to settling down i just i get philosophically in my head about like never i i feel like i get a lot of my life force from like eros or like desire and and mm-hmm. so i get mm-hmm. in my head about like what never having any other sexual experiences or, or one person mm-hmm. holding the keys to that whole part of me but then I'm totally into the idea of building like a life with someone for sure. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, yeah. I I think it is. It's the so, most fun. Yeah, it's totally so fun. Yeah, I mean, like real intimacy like that is that's a bigger high than anything. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking for, those highs. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe you'll have like four wives. Sure. <laughs> maybe you'll have two wives and two husbands. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That too. Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I feel like you might make your own path is what I'm saying. Well, it's it just, it's, it's funny how like situation dependent it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never talk about my actual love life, but I, I am seeing someone now who I'm like, actually forget everything I ever said. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Well, we did know from the other day, from the other podcast, you were in bed with someone. So yeah, I'm dropping <laughs> hints. <We> <laughs> There were some signs that someone was around. And does the person that you're dating right now know that you are like, maybe forget everything I ever said? Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah, imagine you keeping withhold. anything in my yeah. brain. No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm a hard heart on my sleeve. Yeah. 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 I have a hard time, you know, when I have information. Yeah. Especially about myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I got to get it out there. Totally. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I try not to, like, trauma dump on people. I heard that phrase. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but mm-hmm. that is, that's what friendship is. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course. Dumping on people. Yeah, course. dumping on people. <laughs> as long as it's in, like, increments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's not like you know the what, first you time. Don't you don't want to, like, give it all out, the, like, in one dinner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saved my trauma dumping for one dinner with Tig. Yeah. But just one part of my life. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's the only trauma you've experienced. You're in really good shape there. <laughs> I have no other problems. Good night. Everything's been fixed since Jack's got here. Silence. Uh, <laughs> I was just, I feel like we all have like an internal clock that knows, oh, now is roughly the time for the question. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe. Should we head on in that direction? We have a question from someone. Mm-hmm. Ooh. How exciting. Who is this person? Oh, can I tell a little story about um, Lance Bass? Yeah, <laughs> before? Please. So, okay, maybe I'll introduce it and then I'll tell my NSYNC mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Okay, so guys, I'm really excited. Because, Mm -hmm. Fortune, you've got a question from Lance Bass, the Lance Bass singer, actor, in sync. Uh, He's got an amazing podcast that you can hear called Frosted Tips with Lance Bass. I'm like a big boy band fan. That's really my era. And Mm -hmm. I love Lance Bass and I love NSYNC and one time I'm sorry can I just say <laughs> yeah I heard it as big boy band I'm a big boy <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big into boy, big boy but yeah. big boy band big I'm boy. in a big boy it, band yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun my, thought aside from just boy bands like a yeah. big boy band <laughs> I got my big boy pants on and my big yeah. boy like band. boys to men yeah, yeah. Okay. Big boys to men. Um, I, I I think I was kind of like boy who cried wolf in school a little bit. Like I would maybe embellish. And then mm-hmm. one time I went out for dinner with my family. And at the next table, as is at the height of their fame, mm-hmm. was Lance Bass and Chris Kirkpatrick. And I was like 13. 
And this was huge. And this is before phones, so none of us had a camera, but I was like, I need a picture with them. And we asked the waiter at the restaurant, like, is there like a restaurant camera? Like, do you guys have one? (laughs) And they did. They found one. They did? Yeah. And so then got a picture outside. He was so nice to me. Chris Kirkpatrick, Lance Bass, took the photo, went into school the next day, and knowing, like, they're going to get those photos developed and I'm going to go get the photos, told everyone the story and then called the restaurant. And they were like, we have, we can't, we don't know what you're talking about. And I could never get the photo. They, they were like, oh, we don't have the camera or like, and so everyone thought I was lying. So I don't know if you could ever get Lance Bass to back me up <laughs> if he remembers this little braces, acne kid. Lance, I'm going to need you to dig back into your memory bank. <laughs> I'm sure this is sticking out all these years. What, yeah. Where was it? Was it in Toronto? It was in Toronto in Yorkville. At, Lance was in Toronto in Yorkville. I, my whole body was vibrating. And also we were like, we're not going to interrupt their dinner. We're going to wait till they leave the restaurant. So that meant we had yeah. to wait till they were done. So we were dragging out our dinner. We'd run out of stuff to say. I don't understand where this, the, they, they're acting like the camera never even existed. Well, it just took a few phone calls of like, oh, we don't know who was working that night or we don't. And then it was like, okay, no, we, this guy took the picture, but we don't know where that camera is or we don't have, Mm. and I, I never got the, and so everyone at school was like, yeah, right. This is like when you said, you went to, I can't wait for Lance to prove all of them wrong when he remembers every detail, this detail. I have a big boy band story. (laughs) Oh my God. Let's hear it. I was skiing. Yeah. And went to take a little break. This is years ago. And I'm sitting there alone at this table having lunch or something. And the table in front of me, there's just a lot of chaos going on. People ordering food, coming over, sitting down, you know, skis and whatever. And I'm not fully focused. And then I'm thinking, this looks like Hanson. (laughs) (laughs) and then a beat later i'm like this is hansen and i was just sitting alone just this lonesome lesbian (laughs) just watching just watching hansen have lunch with their parents and and family and it was just such a funny moment where i just thought it's a shame I'm not a big fan because this was such a bizarre. Ha- yeah, it's like the time I I went with friends to bowl in in Hollywood, and right next to us, the lane over was the um, Olsen twins for their thirteenth birthday <laughs> no. bowling. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was like, gosh, there's so many people that could have enjoyed this way more. <laughs> This doesn't feel right that I have a front row ticket to Hanson or the Olsen twins. I wish that you had waited till the end of their meal and got the restaurant camera and taken (laughs) and been quivering with excitement. I'm just shocked you knew that they were Hanson. Yeah. Well, I I do follow music. That is, that's, that's one of my uh, passions. Yeah, I love music. They were huge. So they just released an, a new acoustic version of that song, and let me tell you, it is amazing. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. They're like, who on earth again. needs an acoustic version of of Mbop? 
made us. Honestly, I, do. <laughs> I don't even think we needed the acoustic version of Nirvana. I love I'm, Nirvana. I'm not sure we needed the original Mbop, but well, but we've got it. I just, uh, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I've gone off in a different direction here, but I was just, I like Nirvana for Nirvana. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. I don't need you unplugged. Plug yeah, it yeah. back in. Yeah. Plug it, plug plug it, it in. back in. I don't want to hear the Sex Pistols unplugged. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, my boy band before, I, I loved NSYNC, but they were like um, getting popular, I think, when I was a uh, freshman in college. I grew up on New Kids on the Block, mm, mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with Jonathan. Obsessed like you wanted to date him? Yeah, I wanted to date Good him. Good luck. His, I put, <laughs> well, for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and I put his picture and posters of them all over my wall. This is when I thought, maybe I'm straight, because I <laughs> was obsessed with them. And got tickets to their concert cried like a baby oh the whole God. concert just <laughs> sobbing realizing you're not straight realizing <laughs> you're not straight but i think i ultimately just wanted to be in the boy band mm-hmm. yeah is what it was later on in life but i know jonathan now and it's funny to be like i was obsessed with you mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you how do you know all these boy band guys you know lance bass honestly Jean- i don't know how i i think i met jonathan because he used to watch Chelsea lately. Okay. And then Lance, I think, just through the whole gay world of living in L.A. Yeah. How have I never met him? I don't know, because he, he gets around a lot. I guess because I'm always home. That would be And he never thing. swings by. <laughs> Can you invite him to something, Fortune? I yeah, really he's want- been to... He's been to quite a few things, that, but I guess I haven't had you there before because it's been a while since we've thrown anything. Mm. Yeah. But next time I do, I'll invite the both of you. I'll be chill, I promise. <laughs> I remember I invited him to sit at a table for this event I was doing, and my friends were freaking out because they were big NSYNC fans, and they were like, I can't believe I'm about to sit at a table with member of NSYNC. And I was like, guys, don't embarrass me. <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know what NSYNC sings, honestly. Even though... Bye, bye, bye. bye. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Tearing up yeah. my heart when I'm Wait, that's, with you. Is that NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Oh, that's NSYNC. It is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. See, I feel like I know... If you gave me a lineup of NSYNC, I would go, oh, that's Lance Bass. But I don't know if I'd know the rest of them. Would you know Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in NSYNC. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Chris Kirkpatrick, yeah. Joey They actually have a lot of hits. I can't name them right now. But. See, I feel like Joey could be in any boy he band. He could be in all the bands, And I yeah. didn't know that What's-His-Name was in a boy band. I thought he was just in the Mickey Mouse Club. What's it? Wait, Justin uh, Timberlake? Justin? Justin Timberlake. Didn't know he was in NSYNC. Justin and JC were like the two main like singers mm. for NSYNC. Lance had the bass part. Okay. Mm. And then who is in... I know Donnie Wahlberg is in New Kids. New Kids, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Knight. Don't know. Uh, Joey McIntyre. That sounds yeah. familiar. Jonathan and his brother Jordan. Don't know him. Okay. But I did know who Hanson was. That's true. Yeah. But they're more of a sort of folk family mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you got to see their parents. I'd be fascinated. You were more of a Taylor Dane gal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is one of my gri- my most favorite stories anyone's told. 
in the history of stories. You're kind. If only it were made up, and it's just (laughs) not. (laughs) But yeah, I think I would know Donnie Wahlberg. They're a, oh, 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 hanging tough. Yes. You know that yep, song? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Wait, should we listen to Lance's question? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Fortune, May, and Tig? It is Lance Bass here. And boy, do I have a question for y'all. All right. Would you rather have five half-sized clones of yourself or one full-sized clone of yourself. I'll tell you what, just surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> that his voice was deep. Yeah, I, I, I told you he sings sexy. Nice. I oh right, right. That is a hot and how crazy voice. that mm-hmm. his name is Bass, which is also spelled bass. Yeah. <laughs> That is crazy. I never thought of that. <laughs> His voice is so nice. I'm I'm yeah. stunned. Velvet. He's got a sexy voice. We yes. need to relax. Like, Let's all hello. take a deep breath, okay? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You got us feeling all handsome this over l- here. This pretty little lady over <laughs> here is... Tig <laughs> did turn into a pretty Ooh. little lady mm-hmm. hearing Lance's voice. Hi-yi-yay. <laughs> Wow. Someone told me, our mutual friend said that, and I don't know if, I have not confirmed this with Lance, but I imagine it's true, that Lance sang the part of the Chili song that went, <laughs> barbecue sauce, you don't know how. <laughs> you know that song, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, Chili's baby back ribs. And then it ends with, barbecue, barbecue sauce. Someone's. Our mutual friend said Lance sang Why don't you part. text him and ask him so we can get an answer here? Okay, I'll find out. Mm-hmm. Is Lance uh, single? Is he married? He is married to a gorgeous okay. man named mm-hmm. Michael, mm-hmm. who's an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just had twins. Oh! A boy oh, and a girl. Because um, I'm trying... I'm, oh, it doesn't what? matter. Well, I don't know. If, well, I, I was thinking about getting on... This is before I started dating this person I'm dating now, but I was thinking about getting on, on Grindr. And I was thinking like, because I, I was thinking, God, Lance Bass sounds hot. And then I thought, maybe I would be his... Never mind. No, it's too much. You were thinking I, that you might be his type. Well, yeah, like I... I don't know. I sometimes look like if I'm in a steam mm-hmm. room or something at the gym, I'm thinking of one specific time in a steam room at a mm-hmm. gym. Mm-hmm. Since I have my top surgery, if it's steamy enough, I can look like a, a sort of twink. And mm-hmm. I and okay. and I'm into that. And I this guy came in the steam room and he thought I was a guy and I knew he was a guy and, and he was flirting with me and it was electric because something about the fact that it was because then he did start t- he got his dick out. And he started Whoa. anyway, but but it was really steamy and nothing happened except that. But I was like, if I thought that this was a straight guy who thought I was a yeah. girl, I'd be like, look, get like call the police. But knowing that it, it was a gay guy who thought it was a guy, I was like, this is a glimpse behind the curtain into a whole other world. And and it's so hot. And I was like, OK, I maybe I get on. And, and then I did make a grinder account and I didn't put my face on it. And I would just say, like, I'm. You know, I don't have a. I don't. Wait, are you gonna be catfishing people? No, I say. Oh, you say. Like, this is the same. My name is Matt. Yeah, I go. I don't have a dick, but I got a very hairless chest. (laughs) 
Well, I'm sure if Lance is single, this sounds quite fun. Does this sound appealing to him? Maybe. Hi, uh, my name is May. I don't have any. <laughs> Not a lot of hair either. Uh... <laughs> Maybe what we can also do with this show is uh, ask our guests who they want to date out of the three of us. Mm, yeah, the three, three of us. us. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm going to lose. Uh, but, I mean, do you want to win? No. I mean, are you looking to date Lance Bass? Yeah. After hearing that voice? Yeah. <laughs> It was really creamy. Anyway, we... I just texted him. His notifications are silenced right now, so we'll see. But he is a part of Chili's history, which is all that matters. I guess in the cultural zeitgeist, I know I want my baby back, baby back, but I don't uh-huh. know uh, the rest. I don't, And I've never been to a Chili's. I just went to my first Cheesecake Factory. I had the oh, time of my you life. You did? I love a Cheesecake I Factory. I loved it. Oh, that's my I kind of I don't like place. seeing the calories on the menu. It bums me out, but <laughs> no. it's tasty. I like a 50-page menu. That's when you know yeah. you're at a nice restaurant when they have the calories next <laughs> to what you're what ordering. Did you, what'd you get, May? I got these are a pasta. A pasta. And then, yeah, I love Canadian with, sand pasta. Oh, pasta. What do you say, pasta? <laughs> My pa- pasta. Oh, yeah. That's, that's handsome. I just got a message from Lance. Uh-huh. He wrote, sure did, like a good base. Oh, but I don't know if he's trying we to say him like in a, a line. now that you've pointed this out, Tig. I don't know if he's saying like a good bass or like a good bass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May, I'm sorry to interrupt. You got a pasta? Oh yeah, shrimp pasta, and then a, a ton of starters, and then how so many much calories did you walk out of there? Like ten thousand calories. I don't know. I I wasn't all their them starters up. are so good. <laughs> oh my god, I I just I like gentle brown food. <laughs> There's We're so many things today. that we need to do together. One is to go dine at the Cheesecake Factory. The other is to get a ma- massage together. Uh, yeah. yeah, Thomas, can you can you tally all the things and get drunk on get drunk and, show, and do a tour crowd work show? Yeah. And yeah. if you could keep a tally of or a list of all of the things that uh, we're we're claiming we're going to do together, but we have to make sure that Cheesecake Factory has a vegan some vegan they options. Do. They do. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, they do? I okay. was in Honolulu and I was desperately in search of uh, some vegan options, and there was a Cheesecake Factory across the street, and hot damn. Wow! Right there. Whoa! Mm-hmm. They are most for places. Everyone. Most places have them. Okay, good. So I've never. I don't think I've ever heard you take answer a like a would you rather mm-hmm. question like a hypothetical. But for some reason, you strike me as the type of person who'd be like, like, but why am I doing either of these things? <laughs> and it's like, well, that's the question. Is would you? And you're like, that, but, but why do I have to true. have five? Okay, minutes? Stephanie and I always do this. Always, where we'll be like. Uh, would you do this or would you do that? Or out of, you know, there's a group of mothers that are at our kids' school, the mothers of the yeah. other kids. And and the yeah. other night before bed, we were ranking who we would date in order. <laughs> I love that. And then every now and then, <laughs> Stephanie does this to me and tease me. She, Char- she uh, Charlie Brown and Lucy's me. She'll yeah. be like, I would never. And I'm like, what? After I've told her, who I would date in order. She's like, I wouldn't date any but, of them. 
you know <laughs> and you're like but and that's I'm like, the game yeah and I just told you and she's like oh good to know she's in the number one spot <laughs> oh my god oh my god that's amazing yeah that's, that's a trap yeah but no I'll, I'll play along uh, but I do I do kind of go off in the on what planet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what wizard is presenting me with this choice? So what was the the question was five mini clones, uh-huh. like half, half size, size clones. So are we talking about like a that's like a like a little tiny like four half size three so I foot guess version of us? Yeah. Or a or, or one. a one full size clone of us. Well, isn't the the only benefit of having a clone is getting them to do the stuff that you don't want to do. So you'd need one that would pass as you, mm-hmm. like a Full, one full size for me. The, I'm pretty freaked out by the five half size. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then they could, there's a lot the, more. They could do even more. Yeah. There's a lot. I don't know why they have to be smaller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Because <laughs> people would notice that I'd shrunk. Like they, people would be like. I'm trying to imagine a three foot version of me. <laughs> I'd be like, I look like a little roly poly. The only way I hide my weight is because I'm almost six feet. You're almost six feet. <laughs> well, I'm like five ten. You know what? Stephanie did wow. mention that yesterday. She was like, you know, Fortune's really tall. Mm-hmm. And I really? said, I didn't even notice that. I'm a five ten tall drink of water. Yeah. What about you, May? How tall are you? Five seven. Mm, I'm just the little one. Wait, are you five? I'm five five. Five five, and I had back surgery, and so I might even be five four. Oh my oh, god, no. it shrunk you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, I think so. I'm pretty freaked out by clones, but um, my dad was very freaked out by body snatchers when he was a kid. I guess Invasion of the Body Snatchers came out or something like that. Mm. And so when his mom, his mom was always working, and so she'd come back home late, and he said, "No matter what time you get in, come wake me up." And then she had to say. He would he would say airplane and she had to say window and then he knew it was really her and oh, not a body snatcher. Yeah. Wow. He airplane. was really serious about that. Yeah. So maybe you gotta just tell your clone all the secret words. I would like to clone Biggie. Can I do that? Yeah, Barbara Streisand did that. <laughs> would you want dog. Biggie half the size? <laughs> five little biggies? <laughs> yeah. Do you want five a, f- a four pound biggie would actually be pretty adorable. And and five of them. I, I would actually kind of love that. Oh, yeah. there is nothing better than tiny little animals. Tiny little biggies running around. Yeah. Full of personality. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> While they sleep. <laughs> I don't know. I, w- I would be kind of freaked out by five little versions of me. Mm-hmm. I could handle one. Do they have your same personality or is it like they're starting from scratch? It kind of sounds like it's just children. That's kind yeah. of what five tiny versions, uh, clones of you would be. Um, yeah. Because I I see myself and Max and Finn, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like I have two little versions of me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I want a child version of me. You don't? Mm-mm. I have a question. <laughs> would you guys make out with your clone just to see? Ew, no. God, no. <laughs> Really? God, yeah, no. no way. But it I sounds love that like you want to make what? out with yourself. <laughs> of course. I, I want to know. I want to know. 
You're like, I want the gay guys to love me. I want myself to love me. <laughs> I'm shocked that you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to would just see. Not what it's want like. to make out with my clone in a million years, or five <laughs> tiny versions of myself. Yeah, definitely not that. I, I'm not doing that. We either. walk in. May's having an orgy with half <laughs> my. Yeah, like, <laughs> like my five five tiny versions of out of, outside of the steam room at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you saying may that you would want five no, versions of you i'm going no. one full size so i can make out without feeling creepy okay i would say it's still creepy yeah 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 sure sure, sure i'm gonna yeah. vote creepy yeah, still creepy yeah yeah but also yeah i'd be sending it to do kind of shows i didn't want to do or like i'd always do this podcast my real self though Oh, that, but that how would we so know? Weird. I guess we'd say airplane window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, we're like, clone. Can you go get me? <laughs> I love, like, I you love got the, me. I love the exhausted what clone, clone. <laughs> and does Tell clone me. appreciate being called clone? Yeah. What I'm, would your clone's name be? Yeah, clone. <laughs> just clone. Yeah, just clone. I don't want to like humanize it too much in case it gets any big ideas but are you annoyed mm. by clone because it feels like you've been married to clone for years <laughs> and you clone. got this old ball and chain yeah. clone <laughs> oh clone <laughs> yeah i am kind of annoyed by clone uh-huh. okay. just come make out with me clone <laughs> oh my god making out with yourself just not for pleasure for curiosity's sake for like oh. just to but that's be what like, that's what you could say to anyone that you're trying to hook up with you're like i'm not mm-hmm. even i'm not even into you i'm just i'm truly just <laughs> curious what it would be like to make out with you i need you to just you know this is for science yeah got, yeah i'm still shocked that you that you wouldn't yeah I'd never no no <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to look at myself well, your eyes out are, I, my eyes are closed when i'm making out yeah i don't know I wonder if there would be like a pheromonal repulsion the way like you're supposed to be pheromonally repulsed by your siblings so that like biology to prevent you from. I would from, love to walk up cousin. and see Fortune making out with herself and be like, <laughs> Fortune? <laughs> they both turn. <laughs> and we're like, busted. <laughs> and then you go, clone, clone. I told you we shouldn't. <laughs> God, clone? We should have stayed uh. in bullets. Yeah, I think I would want a full size version of mm-hmm. myself. I mean, I'm not looking for one, but if I if I have right. to answer this, uh, I would say full size, and I would send my annoying clone out into the world. I don't know what I would send my clone off to do, though. Right. Well, have you ever wondered like what you'd look like with a neck tattoo or something like that? Like you could get them to do all the risky big mistakes just to see you know mm, so you don't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you see a neck tattoo as a mistake on you specifically <laughs> it doesn't seem to fit you that's for sure what i don't know what if you got anything on your neck or on your clone's neck if your clone called and was like hey i really want a tattoo and you're like clone, clone. fine fine I'd go, like a, fine like a big can... old tiger oh that's nice yeah I want my clone to be edgy. <laughs> With I, bad taste. <laughs> how, how dare you? <laughs> Do you have tattoos? 
Me? No. Mm. This is not a tattoo, buddy. Mm. I got a bunch. Yeah. How many do you have? I have about 18, but they're all Whoa, really I small. I didn't know that. Mm. They're all really small and just words and stuff. Mm-hmm. I might get an in sync tattoo on my clone just because mm-hmm. Lance was the one that asked the question. <laughs> I'm too much of a puss too for tattoos look very painful. They really don't. You go numb really fast and then yeah. it kind of weirdly feels good. Yeah, they're pretty. Once you start, they're addictive. Would you ever get a Max and Finn tattoo, Tig? Some people say, oh, I just never had anything that I was certain about. And then they have kids and they're like, okay, I'm always going to love that person. No, I mean, I know I'll always love them, but I, I don't, I, I don't think I will. Um, there's not anything that, no, I just, I don't, I don't connect to it. Yeah. I certainly will see people with tattoos that I think, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. And then I see other tattoos where I'm like, oh no. Yeah, some of mine I think would fall into that <laughs> category. Why did they do that? Yeah, yeah. You you have you have one of those? I have a couple of those. What are yeah. they? Where you feel that way, or you know people are looking at that, going, "Oh, bully." Like I feel that way. Yeah, I've got the word oatmeal tattooed on my wrist from when I was sixteen, and then I have uh, I have. Uh, a Beatles song here which is the song is I Dig a Pony mm-hmm. and um, I got it mainly I, I was sort of getting sober and I was like god this song is like the whole Beatles message like you can celebrate anything you choose and all this stuff and then I, I hadn't googled it before I got the tattoo and the first thing that came up first of all pony is a euphemism for cocaine mm-hmm. I didn't know oh. that so I've got I Dig Cocaine I didn't cocaine. know that either yeah second of all first thing that comes up is John Lennon saying, that's my least favorite Beatles song I ever wrote. It's garbage. It means nothing. I wish I could throw it in the garbage. Like, (laughs) yeah. Tell me about oatmeal on your wrist. The true story is I went on, it was the Second City Touring Company was on tour and I was 16 and I somehow went along with them. And uh, there was this woman there who I had a big crush on, this comedian, and she took my shirt off and drew a bunch of tattoos on me looking back strange sitch but uh Mm -hmm. drew them on and then I thought hey what would be hilarious is if I went and got one of these tattoos to to really impress her and the look on her face when I revealed that I had got the oatmeal tattoo that she drew on my arm that I thought she'd be like whoa what a badass and she was like oh my god what what have you done what have you done did she know you had a crush on her oh yeah 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 Anything ever come from that? No. Even with the long... oatmeal tattoo. Yeah, that it's... didn't push her over the edge. No, I mean, I was it 16. Did, but it... the other way. <laughs> yeah. It's a long story, I'll tell you another time. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, she probably was like, who in the world gets oatmeal tattooed on their body? That May might Martin. Been the thought. Yeah, because I, I don't really have any strong feelings about oatmeal as a food. But in a way, that's kind of nice because they'll never change. Like, I don't mind right. oatmeal. I don't particularly. It's fine. Well, let it's me fine. tell you something about oatmeal. Please. You want to make sure you always get steel cut oats. Why? Uh, it's just the healthiest version. Okay. Uh, no need to put any sort of sugar in there. Just smash some bananas, some blueberries, some cacao, mm. maybe some mm. raisins, or maybe you don't like raisins, maybe some walnuts. Maybe you don't like not walnuts in there. It's so good for you. Very heart really? healthy. Very heart healthy. Really? That's where I can put the blueberries that you told me I need to eat. Yes, the blueberries. And wild blueberries are much healthier 
than uh, just growing it in your garden. Sometimes if I have oatmeal in the morning, I feel like I'm more hungry later in the day. Well, um, did you eat again? Because you can eat again. Yeah, that's true. You do have that option. (laughs) Yeah, you can eat again. (laughs) Yeah. You can get your clone to make it for you. And you know what I actually heard that I find really fascinating? I was talking to Stephanie about this recently, is that, you know, it's it's typical to have a very light breakfast, and then you have your lunch, then a big dinner. Hmm. It should be reversed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because... I have heard that. You are asleep for so long, and then breakfast will sustain you first thing in the morning and th- it, it's like the biggest meal that you should have in the day yeah that you should eat breakfast like a king or queen yeah then lunch like a prince dinner like a pauper <laughs> is what they say yeah and then because you don't need like as a- much you don't need as much food for your night night time yeah. yeah you're going to sleep yeah, they yeah. Did, when i lived in spain it was uh breakfast wasn't huge but it was um a giant lunch mm-hmm. and a small dinner that's where the tapas mm-hmm. came into play yeah yeah i like that and i lost a bunch of weight living in spain and didn't even try how long were you in spain i lived there for a year right after college whoa mm-hmm. okay and i the weight fell off of me and i was eating whatever i wanted wow uh well, I would, to answer Lance's question, just have the one regular size version of me because that's just weird thinking of five little me's running around. <laughs> yes. We're, so we're all going one regular size. Yeah. Should we hear what Lance said? Yeah, let's hear it. See, for me, this one is easy. I would definitely pick five half-sized clones of myself because I would create the coolest, most epic boy band in history. I mean, think about it. The synchronization would be insane. Mm, interesting. <laughs> okay, again, I'm stuck on why do they have to be half size? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, boys. That's the only way that this works. Mm. Oh, I mean, a f- five of him, you know, and the harmonies, but except he's he sings bass, so who's going to do the soprano? Maybe he can teach one of them to get a little higher well there's got to be higher and lower bass you know versions of bass so that would be kind of cool remember that band um crash test dummies yeah Mm -hmm. i really (laughs) fortune once there was a girl who (laughs) that one that's the one (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah you could start a new crash test dummies Uh (laughs) uh-huh Yeah. Well, that makes so that makes sense for him because you know he's a boy bander for life. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling he was going to choose the five because it's like, why would you say that unless you had a uh, a point to it? And then right. once he said it, I wasn't quite expecting though that he was creating a tiny little boy band. <laughs> but he's a he's a group like a team player, and we're all like egomaniacal like mm-hmm. solo or like well especially you yeah. making out with yourself you're yeah. making out with yourself I know. yeah i know i gotta take a long hard look at my... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i can't wait to see his new boy band mm-hmm. you know i just realized in this episode we have referenced mbop and mm-hmm, that uh crash test dummy song oh yeah, yeah. You've also discovered that bass and bass are spelled exactly the same. Yeah, a lot yeah. of discoveries. A lot, lot of discoveries. discoveries. 
<laughs> and that may would make out with themselves yeah and 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 lance would you mm-hmm. would you ask him if he if, and lance yeah. if he remembers a weird little kid in a re- oh, there must have been every time he went to a restaurant there would I'll be probably a weird have to ask him that next time i see him because i have a feeling there's gonna be a lot of follow-up questions yeah 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 can you also ask him if he would be interested in dating may yeah okay if him and his husband and his <laughs> I'll, I'll be a step parent to the twins mm-hmm. they are such like a cool couple like lance is they're both like so handsome they're they hang out with this friend group of all these like beautiful gay men mm-hmm. and they go on these like vacations where they all post a big group picture and everyone you can tell is eating still coat uh, still still cut oats and blueberries <laughs> they're all very fit uh-huh. but wild blueberries wild blueberries yep. and they're just like the most gorgeous group of friends not one ug in the whole group not a single and, ug uh, not one ug are they all full size or are they all half size all, all full size and his husband and lance's husband's gorgeous and he he makes pop art which is like so their house is really cool and has all this interesting pop art it's like they're a fun couple yeah it sounds like they're living the dream yeah Yeah. we gotta go on a group holiday we just have pokemon around our house you know (laughs) (laughs) may's added something to the list that we need to go on a holiday too a handsome holiday holly bobs <laughs> oh yes holly bobs <laughs> handsome holly bobs i already forgot about that word and i was i was determined to uh put that into my um day-to-day life but the neck um, tattoo of holly bobs holly bobs <laughs> where would we go on our holly bobs mm, yeah, that's a good question gosh somewhere tropical Hmm. well yeah <laughs> I mean, or do, do we want tropical or do we want like wintry? Well, we already know Tig skis now. I don't anymore, but I I do think that you know people the the fans are gonna gonna want to see us on a boat sailing in our bikinis and <laughs> looking so handsome. Yeah, drinking our our um our tropical drinks that are in yeah. pineapples or whatever people do. Eating steel cut oats out of a coconut. Yeah, I'll be doing that off in the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so add that to the list, Thomas, uh, our handsome holly bobs. <laughs> Tig, what do you have coming up? Well, May, I'm going to be in Colorado Springs, September 25th, Breckenridge, Colorado, September 28th, La Crosse, Wisconsin, October 28th. Also, the month of October, I'll be in Europe touring around. Check my website for dates. And then November 4th, Brooklyn, New York, King's Theater for my the taping of my next special. Fortune, do you have anything? Starting September 29th, I'll be in Portland, Oregon. Spokane, Washington, Boise, Idaho, Minneapolis, Sioux Falls, Oakland, California, Evansville, Indiana, Dayton, Ohio, Charleston, West Virginia, and then I just added uh, some Florida shows after Christmas. Go to fortunefemster.com for tickets. May, what about you? Do you have anything to promote? I'm not as busy as you. I... I'm kind of I'm going to a wedding this week so anyway but I it, it's always good to get tickets to my Largo shows I got two in um, October at Largo get a head start on them I'm doing the October 12th the May Martin and Friends with very exciting surprise guests and then October 22nd I'm doing like a weird one-off 
kind of music show with my favorite band. I'm not allowed to Ooh. announce who they are, but I, they're a Canadian band who I absolutely am obsessed with. And it's like dream come true. We're going to do some duets. They're going to do their tunes. Nice. You, you should come, Fortune, come and sing, oh. sing some. Uh, you yeah. got it. Oh. And get tickets to this wedding that May's going to as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure the bride will love that. <laughs> Well, this has been so fun. I love these uh, hypothetical questions. Is that what you would call it? Hypothetical? That's right. Thank you, Lance, for that hypothetical question. And, thank you, yeah. Lance. And thank you guys for tuning in. As always, keep it keep handsome. Keep it handsome. Oh, I said it too. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> uh, all right. Handsome is hosted by me, Fortune Feimster, Tignataro, and May Martin. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Woolett. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com and follow us on social media at handsomepod. <laughs> <laughs>